0: Hi and welcome to The Expansive Podcast. My name is Eric Kruger and on the other end I have John Hassane, who you'll be hearing from soon, not just yet. Before we get to John, today we are answering a listener question and this is something we've been wanting to do for a while and we've been receiving many feed, uh, many reviews and thank you for that. So this is going to be a question that has come from the reviews. So if you want your question answered on the podcast, then that's the way to do it. Leave us a quick review, two or three sentences, pop your question in there. And we're always having a look at those. So we'll be happy to answer the question. So this is from Francois and he says, as a work psychologist, I have the gift to assist companies and employees every day. I am forever searching for content that enables me to do this better every week. As I move through every episode, I am so challenged by this wisdom. Thank you for adding incremental usefulness with every podcast. I would love your thoughts on how to balance building a personal brand with building a business. And then he says that, uh, John, the one quote that you have uh, left with us in one of the episodes, stop focusing on a to-do list and create a to-be list, has been one of his favorite uh, quotes from the episodes. So, John, hi, and uh, welcome to the podcast.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much, Eric. Thank you for having me.
0: So... Cool, dude. What do you think about this? Uh, where do you want to start with answering that question? I think it's an amazing question to answer, very relevant for both of us in the way that we've gone about structuring our lives. And I have quite a few thoughts around this. Um, but I'll, I'll throw it over to your side first. Building a personal brand. And I know that, sorry, just to give more context. Also, he sent me a message on Instagram. And the question is really building a personal brand versus versus building a scalable business. Um, so where would you start? In, in answering that question?
1: Well, um, firstly, thank you so much for the question. I think it's a very, very important question in this day and age because mm. I think the understanding of personal brand, and if we just start with personal brand first and then we'll get to scalability, mm. um, n- no other time in the history of humanity has personal brand been so important. Mm. And the truth is, is that we are seeing an upswing of movements happening from the ground up, a swelling from personal brands into global movements. And Mm. if you just look at what Greta did for the green movement and uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and so many uh, Me Too movements, all of it coming from a uh, sort of the, the bottom of the sort of or not the bottom, but not from the top down. It used to be Oprah and Larry King and all these people that used to give out the messages. And now what we have is the opportunity to develop movements. Now, um, in my new book, I've got a chapter called <clears throat> Arriving Before You Arrive. And what it's about, it's about the influence that you have before you're engaging with your clients, your potential clients, consumers, whatever it may be, mm. is how do you arrive before you arrive and your personal brand is something that we now have an opportunity to build like never before, because there's no gatekeepers. You don't have to be on TV. You don't have to be on newspapers. You and I can just make videos and Mm. launch them and hopefully people like them and they can share them. For example, right now in this podcast, Mm. what are we doing? We're sharing the things we research, developing our personal brands, creating more influence, et cetera, et cetera. So if we just look at personal branding and, and my, my, My biggest sort of question to a lot of my friends is, for example, I've got a friend right now who wants to start a business. She needs funding and she wants to set up a partnership with a chef. And she's got this, I'm not going to talk about the business itself, but I said to her, I said, why don't you develop a personal brand online talking about the passion you have around this business? What will happen inadvertently? You'll have partners coming to Mm. you, investors coming to you, because what you've done is you've built trust along the way. Mm. I have another friend who has a, a gym um, here in Dubai and it's an incredible place. It's called Platform Studio. And my friend Stuart, I was having the same discussion with him this morning when I was cycling. I was like, you know, if you build a personal brand and a stronger personal brand, you'll attract better trainers, Mm. more investors, more customers. Because while you're building a personal brand, it's never about selling. It's always about adding value. Mm. And when you go about building trust, and adding value, what you do is you arrive before you arrive. Mm, I love you that. You don't have to We're ever a sell. Yo, That's a great thank
0: phrase. Thank you so much. Yeah, mm. yeah. So,
1: what, t- yo, yo, so what, you tell me about personal branding yes. and then we'll get to scalability. So I think,
0: you know, personal branding has played a very big role in, in both our journeys. And for me, it's if I look at many of the very popular people out there at the moment, it seems to me like they built their personal brand first and then off the back of that, they built their business. And the reason why I think, building your personal brand first is a good idea is because it, it gives a, a name and a face, uh, to something that people can, can actually resonate with. You know, we don't resonate with, with businesses, but we do resonate with a Gary Vaynerchuk and with a Lewis House and like all these sort of influences that have come out of the, uh, the internet on the, cup, the past social couple of years. Face. Yeah. 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 Me- yeah. 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 And so what they've done is they, they've built their personal brands and off the back of that, they build, uh, scalable businesses. And I think what, what a personal brand is really good at is that there's mobility to it, and there is transferability to it. So when mm. you've b- built your personal brand, whether you are launching a book, or whether you're going to speaking, or whether you're launching Future Self Academy, or whether you're launching mm. anything, any other We're selling avocados, any other business, yeah? whatever, any other yeah. business, yeah, you bring that personal brand with you. Whereas you can't do the same with a business, right? Like you can't take. No. Mm. Uh, I mean, I I can't even like sort of articulate that because you can't take a business and take the business brand and say, cool, let me pivot it to something completely different because people don't, people in their brains can't make that leap. Like we can't say Vodacom and say, oh, Vodacom now sells cars. Like that, our our brains just can't go there. Yeah. But we can take a person, Richard Branson can sell you an airline ticket and then the next day sell you on something else. Um, So I think that's one of the real valuable things for me about building a personal brand is that it allows you to build a business off the back of that that can scale and i don't think well i do think that the reverse can also work you can build a scalable business in the incomplete obscurity and then sell it and all of a sudden be an overnight sensation all of a sudden you have uh, a lot of clout and you have all of the credibility that comes with it and then you have a personal brand that you can use so perhaps the big thing for me here is that when we have these kind of questions, it's almost quite binary, you know? Like you have to do one or the other, but I think you can do them concurrently.
1: Well, listen, I mean, I think let's, of course you can. And you said something a little bit earlier, businesses can't build that sort of fan base. It really depends on the leader. And I'm glad you used Virgin because Virgin is a brand based on a leader. Mm. It's so connected to him, you know? So I think a brand can also develop its own personality once it's had a leader behind mm. it that has been able to create that sort of personality. Mm. If you remember what Body Shop did many, many years ago, uh, when it was the first brand that was using um sort of uh products from uh villages in africa and honey from here i remember that was back in the 90s it really mm. set the tone so brands can do that but it's always based on the authenticity of the leader behind it you know but now what we have to also realize before we get to scalability is personal branding is not just about making some odd video about something that you discovered or I also, I I get perturbed by that, that people are just trying to do whatever. Everybody's a motivator and everybody's this. Mm. That's not the point. The point Mm. is you need to create unique genius. A personal brand is based on your absolute unique authenticity because if it's not, you're just a version of something else. You're a bland A copy of something else. And that is exactly the opposite of what you should be doing on a personal branding exercise. And so before you begin a personal branding exercise, and unfortunately, I see a lot of young people trying to build personal brands, and it's always just a copycat of something else. And Mm. I always think to myself, it's not unique enough. So before you start developing a personal brand, understand that uniqueness and authenticity and clarity on what you're trying to do has to be so you. You, 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 100% you. Mm. And people buy into that authenticity. So personal branding equals authentic genius character traits. That's what it is. So we Mm. have to bank that, right? Mm. Now, what happens when you develop such a unique skill and your unique skill is based on your curiosity, your intentionality and fascination with a subject is always what's going to make you unique. It's the combination of X, Y, and Z that you love so much. And in that unique factor, you develop trust, Characteristic and skills. And it's those skills that you start developing that a few things start to happen. One, because of those skills, you start connecting the invisible dots between different subjects that nobody else can because that's your unique skill. Mm. Two, you have businesses and brands out there that start recognizing your skill and come to you with a business and say, look, this is the business we want to do. We want you part of it. Now, When we talk about that, that that's just gaining the traction and trust of other business parties in the world um, that want to come and work with you because of your unique character and personal brand and that you've built trust over time. Now, the trick is, is what business do you want to choose to go into? Because scalability is not just every business is only some businesses have got this opportunity to be exponential platforms that connect people a to B are, they've got the ability to be exponential. Mm. And I'll use future self Academy as an example, because my friend, Mark and Lisa, my friends, Mark and Lisa, who own um, Future Self Academy with me, we partners with it. This is exactly what happened. You know, Mark and I have been friends for 30 years since we were young. And Mark and I have been watching each other online and he's been watching what I've been doing. I've been watching what he's been doing. And he came to my book launch for Foresight, where you were MC and and he phoned me the next day and said, look, I think we should be building a course, a platform to turn books into courses. And I was like, absolutely, I agree. And together, we've come together to put this business together, which mm-hmm. is incredibly scalable. And the scalability is based on my personal brand, but got nothing to do with my personal brand. Mm-hmm. But it's got everything to do with my personal brand. Do you understand? My personal mm-hmm. brand got 20 South African top authors to come and trust us and work with us. It's given us the opportunity to work with some major publishers that have come on board. But the scalability factor... Wasn't me creating the scalability, but understanding a scalable business is what I wanted to get into. And then having the partners around me that had the scalable skill sets. And so for me, it's about building authentic genius and then having the eye to look for scalable businesses and finding the partners that can complement your skill sets and the way you go about building your brand. Mm. What do you think? Yeah,
0: I like it. And I think what's important from what you've just said is that there's a, there's a very distinct connection, but also disconnection, right? in that your your brand drives it, but it's not reliant on your brand. And I think that's where people get caught up is that they think if I build my personal brand first, down the line, do I get to step back from my business or not? You see, like, because that's that's the the idea, right? Is that we wanna and I mean to a large degree, this is something that I've thought about a lot because at the moment I'm not trying to build a business in that I'm not trying to employ people actively as coaches or as facilitators. And I've actually made peace with that, that for the next five years, I'm building my brand. That's my focus. And if along the way I become busy enough that I need to get other coaches in or I need to get facilitators in, that's okay. But that's not my focus. My focus is me and the way I can raise my rates in terms of speaking and coaching, uh, the kind of caliber people that I work with, all these kind of things. And I know that as I push my personal brand, it's going to make it so much easier to then go into the business off the back of that. But the, I think the question that people have is, you know, I don't want to be tied to my business. I want to be able to go away and like still make money. And, and I think that's where this thing comes in because then if my personal brand is the thing driving it and I step away, it can't be, it can't run without me and potentially down the line, I can't sell it.
1: No, but you're not talking about personal brand. You're talking about personal operational, uh, um, you, operations and personal brand are totally different. No, I agree. But I'm per- saying-
0: no, no, but, but I mean, yeah. there's, I think there's certain businesses that gets driven by the personal brand. And so where people, so for example, like um, you might get to a point where if I was building my brand out, people will come and say, well, I want Eric to coach me. I don't want one of Eric's coaches to coach me. I want Eric to coach me. And obviously my time isn't scalable. So then you start employing different coaches and now the idea is that you get them to coach, but they're not you. So yeah, because of that, there's a, a, a bottleneck. So I get, I, I think that's the challenge for people. Well, that's
1: the bottleneck of thinking is that thinking yeah. that they need to be, they don't need to play that role. You mm. know, I'm not playing the John Sarnay role in Future Self Academy. I'm, I'm, I'm playing the role of a chief exponential officer that brings in partnerships, bring in, brings in authors, the sort of strategic sales and marketing aspect of it, and then step away because there's people around me to want to be able to do that, you know? So I think, I think they are not, Um, necessarily, uh, you're not doing your personal brand in the scalable business. So you were just using coaches as an example. That's not necessarily the scalable business you're going to be in, Eric, because I had no idea... That future soft academy was going to be my scalable business i didn't know but i knew that if i carried on building my personal brand and i had the capacity to want to build a business that was globally um uh, active and that was able to get us sort of really recognized on a global stage i knew i wanted that i didn't quite know what or how it was going to be happening but i put my head down and i focused on writing three books in one year and that gains traction respect from the marketplace of trust and wanting to align and that's the thing you know and i think the important thing is when you've developed your personal brand to a certain stage you need to hustle like an absolute animal for the first couple of years until you get the momentum going and then you need to become very clear and distinctive of now protecting your personal brand now you know i was, I was on the beach earlier and i was thinking about this conversation we we're going to be happening because earlier we spoke about the topics we wanted to chat today and and um I remember um, about three years ago when I kind of started this journey, I wanted to see the CEO of South Africa's largest property management group. I'm not going to say their name. And he gave me half an hour to go and see him. And at that stage, I was talking to anybody that would give me half an hour to an hour just to explain to them the way I thought and what I wanted to share and what my thinking was. And, you know, he was a really, he still is a really nice guy and he was a really nice guy back then, but he would not return any of my emails, any of my calls after that half an hour. And that happened a lot, you know, because I suppose, you know, three, four, five years ago, nobody wanted to know about innovation. Everything was kind of ticking along and that sort of vibe. They booked me about six months ago. I couldn't make it to the night of the event. They changed the event to fit in with my diary mm. and mm. that is personal branding at its best that because when sense. it happened mm. i was in this i had this grin on my face <laughs> because it was happening but you need to become very clear about protecting your personal mm. brand once you've got it there and there's no easy silver bullet the, the silver bullet is hard graft mm. to get as in front of as many people as possible to share your unique genius that's the key because if you sound like somebody else you're never gonna get another opening mm. there, you know? It's personal, right? <laughs> Isn't that that's all it's <laughs> personal? Oh, <wow. laughs> you're so right. <laughs> She's me, staring in the face the whole this whole time. Personal branding. Personal. Yeah, you're right. Wow. But, thank
0: you. Thank you. So mm. I, I feel like where we're at is what we're essentially saying, or at least my perspective on it, is that you can go either way. Like do you need a personal brand? Is it an absolute must? No, like you can go and build your brand and, or your, your business brand and you might hit, you know, 50 to a hundred employees and like you're making a ton of money and like, no one ever knows about you on social media. And that's fine. Like, I mean, we know of so many people who are billionaires, like they are operating at the most insane level. I was, I was listening to um, a conversation over the past weekend about a company that's doing 500 bar a month. And like, I've never heard of them. And of course you've never heard of them because like the world is big and there's so many people doing amazing things. You can't hear about them all. So it, it almost doesn't matter if that's the route you want to take. You can build big things and be unknown and that's okay. If you want to go the personal branding route, then that's also okay. And there's a lot of value and benefit in going that route and knowing that it, it acts like a magnet. It attracts the right kind of people to you, the right kind of opportunities to you, and concurrent with that, you can build your business. And concurrent with that, your personal brand becomes currency that you get to use in your business. Because it, you know, when we, in the beginning of the year, I remember us also speaking about this, because I have two brands, right? I have Eric Kruger, and I have Mental Performance Lab. Mental Performance Lab is the sort of formalisation of of the coaching and the speaking. No one resonates with the Mental Performance Lab. That's not what gets them going, wow, you know, like writing a blog from the Mental Performance Lab versus writing a blog post from Eric Kruger, very, very different, very different feel. Uh, So, so I feel what I'm that, and that's exactly why I've decided to commit to this route five years, building my personal brand. And on the back end of that, Mental Performance Lab will come to fruition. And, you know, like you said, also, it might, might be something different. But to me, uh, and, I, and I hope Franco has gotten some, some value from this episode, um, is that whether you, you can go the personal brand route, you can go the business route, or you can do both at the same time. I think you have to find what works for you. Um,
1: that's kind of where I'm at with this, with this question. Well, you know, where the thing at- is, is I think it's very, well, I think the thing is, is it's personality driven. Yeah. You know, some people's personalities just don't want to be on stage. They like to be behind the scenes. And some people like to be stealth bombers. And some people like to be operating in the dark. And that's absolutely fine. It's not for everybody. But I think Francois was asking this question because of himself, obviously, and saying, well, look, I'm a psychologist. How do I scale this, you know? And I think the truth is is he has to get his personal brand better known and build the capacity for the type of business he wants to have and then let the universe bring stuff to you. You don't have to be that descriptive. And again, it doesn't have to be in line with exactly what you're doing. Like you were saying, you don't have to have 15 coaches below you. You know, Tony Robbins does, doesn't mean you have to. You can have a different type of business. You don't even know what it may be, you know? So I think also be open to that scalable uh, aspect. But again, never been easier to have a personal brand never been easier to build scalable businesses. I'm I'm actually uh, starting a book now called Capitalism Without Capital. And it's about this idea that you can build businesses for almost nothing these days, you know? And so we've got this new opportunity to do that. And personal brand has got a lot to do with it. And the other thing that's got a lot to do with it is your power to code. If you're a coder, You can build things in stealth and deploy them and test them. And you know, coding is like, you know, I was actually listening to a podcast about coding and they were saying it's, you know what coding is? It's the language of the robots. It's the language of AI. And so it's, you just learning this language of this other technology that's now arriving. So if you're a coder, you don't have to have a personal brand and most probably don't have a personal brand, you know? Uh, I'm not a coder, so I have a personal brand.
0: And you know, what I just end off with is if you're gonna go that route, invest in it you know and that's something that we do quite actively from a time point of view from a like mental energy point of view in terms of because i mean you come into essay now you're doing a new shoot and you've been speaking about this and researching it and it's everything to do with the way that you want your brand to be perceived moving forward and we were even talking about the way that um that the cover looks and you know the the old genre is the new john and i know for example for myself same thing like i look at 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 pictures from like a year or two ago and i realized my brand had a different feel to it versus now so we are investing actively from a a, a, like a design point of view but also from a i want to say more coaching point of view you know in terms of the the way that we want our brands to be perceived um yeah so i think i think also you know but i also think from a research
1: point of view No, but also researching you know mm. writing new books you both of us are writing more books what is that that's a, a hell of a lot of research yeah. that's going in there to redesign our language our mm. messaging so it's fresh that's always on on sort of on on mark so yeah you know, just put, put in as yeah. lot effort as much effort as you can yeah. so that um and look for ways to align your brand with, with other brands that make
0: sense for you because mm. and, and i think that's something i appreciate about about your journey as well john is that you even though you know you i think your brand is Become really powerful. You're still looking for ways to improve it, and still looking for new things to add to it. And and I think that's what makes a brand powerful is that we can iterate and iterate and iterate and build and build and build on it. And like because of that, there's just more things that come your way, and it becomes this beautiful snowball effect. So thank you,
1: man. Yeah,
0: it's great. Thank you. I think. Did you think? Do you think you answered the question?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, what a wonderful uh, subject uh, for being expansive. Amazing. I mean, that's really quite it, right? Personal branding and being scalable Mm. is actually really all about expansiveness. And Mm. that's exactly what we call this. What a great name.
0: Listen, thank you for your input and enjoy
1: Dubai and we'll see you again soon. I look forward to it, man. Okay, ciao. Bye-bye.